You are listening to episode number 72, Dating After Divorce, Disguises of Love, The Real Red Flags in Dating. Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you out there? If you're listening, this is an interesting time in the world. It is June 1st, 2020. That's when I'm making this podcast, and there's a lot going on. There is a pandemic. There are protests turned into insane looting and lighting everything on fire. It's a crazy, crazy time. And if we're not careful, we could really lose it mentally. And so I'm just starting this by saying this because I feel almost doing a podcast about love and dating. It's, it almost seems counterintuitive, but I feel strongly to share the message of what I want to share tonight. I'm really excited to share it because I think it's so important. But I just wanted to start with, I hope you're doing well. I hope that you can be in tune with the spiritual side of things, where you are at in kind of that formless type of level, instead of all the craziness and the circumstances of life, all the form of life, that you can just kind of check in, be meditative, Think about the formless things in life, the eternal things, the things that really, really matter. Hopefully that's what you're focusing on and that's what you're working on improving because as you do that, all this other stuff, you can handle it. So don't listen to too much news. (laughs) And if you do, make sure it's really reputable, credible sources backed on science and that you're just staying away from too much of that content. So watch yourselves, watch your thoughts. You know, that's that scripture, your deeds, your thoughts, your actions, all those things. But really just, I'm just hoping that you're doing so well. I'm hearing from a lot more of you and that makes me so happy. Thank you so much um, for sharing your stories with me. Some are just to say hi and that you're enjoying the podcast, which really elates me. I I just want you to find healing here and some are more in depth about your personal struggles and your stories and they have touched my heart and I hope that you can find your healing, get your teacher and work on that and I just want you to know I appreciate you, anyone who is listening and so with that, thank you for leaving those comments and emails and ratings. I really appreciate it. Love hearing from you. So when I started thinking about this podcast, I was thinking of a funny, comical, red flags in dating, talking about, oh, you know, if they still live with their parents, you might want to avoid continually dating them, you know, and forming a relationship. I was thinking of all these like funny things I could say. You know, if, if you're into gun control and he wants to go to the shooting range and he's a big deer hunter, that wouldn't be good, you know, but then I started thinking, okay, seriously, Emily, everybody knows this. Yeah, it might be a funnier, lighter podcast, but it just might not, you know, get the point across. And then I was listening and I started thinking about the concept of love. And I've been listening to Dr. Shafali, S-H-E-F-A-L-I, 
And she is, she got a lot of acclaim for one of her books called Conscious Parenting because it is not standard. It is not, you know, according to what we hear on the parenting circuit. And wow, if you have kids, I would really recommend you looking into Conscious Parenting. It's really awesome. And I'll let you look into that. I won't delve into that. But then she just intrigued me when I started listening to Conscious Parenting and a couple of her other things that she talks about. And I came across this when I was thinking about love and thinking about red flags. And I love it so much. I want to read it to you because I think our biggest red flag is ourselves. Okay, let's be honest. We make the same mistakes over and over, you know, in this dating world. And we don't want to make those mistakes again. We don't want to be in a marriage where we felt like it depleted us or that we weren't respected or maybe we were abused or we weren't heard and or we weren't valued or whatever. So I've been thinking a lot about that and how can I verbalize it? And when I came across something she said, I had to share it with you, and then I want to pick it apart. So listen to this as you are thinking of the concept of you being your biggest red flag, right? Okay, so this is what she says. She says, this is what we've all been told about love, that we need to find it, fall in it, and look for it in that one special soulmate. What if I told you that these are lies? This whole idea about falling in and out of love is a delusional one. Love is actually something you can't fall into. It is a state of being. Either you are it or you are not it. We are not falling in and out of love. What we're falling in and out of is a momentary craving, a desire. So this is desire. This is not love. Let's not mistake desire for love. Love is typically measured as a give and take. Your action, their actions. You do this, they do that. And when they don't do that, you stop loving them. Well, this is not love. This is a transaction. Let's not mistake transactionality for love. Many of us depend on our partners for a sense of belonging, validation, approval. We depend on them for all sorts of things. And when they don't deliver, well, we stop loving them. This is dependency, not love. Let's not mistake dependency for love. And then when we fall in love, we want them to complete us, to fulfill our every desire, because we, are, we were seeking to possess them. So let's not mistake possession for love. When we fall in love with another, we expect them to stay the same way. But when they change or drastically transform, then we change our love for them. So this isn't love, this is attachment. Let's not mistake attachment for love. So what is true love? It's when you don't own the other, or possess the other, or seek to control them in any way. When you realize that the other is not here to meet your expectation 
or to fulfill your fantasies or to complete your every desire? True love, it doesn't need any condition to exist. True love, it never asks you to lie about yourself. It accepts you for who it is you are. True love, it doesn't see the outside of you. It sees the inside of you, your essence. True love is synonymous with freedom. If you are not feeling free in your relationship, it isn't love. When you are flying free in a limitless sky, then you will know true love. Until then, all the rest are imitations of the real deal. So don't stop questing until you discover this liberation. And when you do, you will find it was within you all along. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, what do you guys think? For me, it was like she explained all the thousands of thoughts that I was having into an eloquent, organized form. So I want to go back and hit some of the things that she said. So red flag number one, okay? Let's go back here. What is desire versus love? I just want you to think for a second. Are you wanting to desire someone or have them desire you? Is this the kind of lust and passion and newness of a relationship? Do you fall into this quickly? This is the fun stage, right? We know this is the beginning, but just remember this is not love. This is that desire. Now, the second thing that she talks about is transaction. When they do this, you do that. Or when you do this, they do that. And then she says, well, when they don't follow through, you know, you stop loving them. This is transactional. This is horse trading, right? But I will say, be careful here because I'm giving this a lot of leniency, of course. True love, we want to give and have no expectations and live, like she said, in that limitless sky. But let's let a little reality come in here that I wanted to address. I had a client recently eloquently express to me that she wanted a relationship that she felt that she wasn't the only giver. She is hoping and praying that someday she can feel a reciprocity, that she can feel valued enough to where, yes, she can give as much as she wants to give, but that the other person will give back some of the time. <laughs> and uh, Brene Brown says there's no 50-50 in a relationship. Don't ever expect it. However, she does say, you know, if you are at 20% and your partner's pulling in on 80, how about the next day you be the 80% and he be the 20 or vice versa, okay? It's just not always at the same time, 50-50, always going to happen. No, but we do need to look for somebody who cares and gives like we do, similar to what they do. But I did like the transaction point in and of itself. Sometimes we get caught in that loop of, hey, I did this for him 
or I did this for her and have that expectation and they're not fulfilling it. But maybe they do other things. The next point she makes is dependency. Whoa, this is a really big one for our beautiful codependent people. It's hard to realize that that dependency isn't love. So watch yourselves when you get into your next relationship. If you know that this has been a problem where it was hard for you to do your own thing, stand on your own two feet, have your own opinions, um, be separate from your partner in a way uh, where you felt like your growth was dependent upon them. Be careful if you know that you have this tendency so that when you start to see that you are doing it again, (laughs) that you are loving being dependent upon someone, And also, when you can see them doing it to you a little bit too much, be careful. That is the red flag. The next one is even bigger. It's possession. You know, when someone is seeking to possess you or you start seeing that you're seeking to possess them, that you're willing to do anything to just win them. That is not love. That is not love. And when you start noticing that they're doing that, for you, it's that control. When you're wanting to control someone or doing whatever it takes to win the affections of somebody, oh, that is not the trueness, the authentic part of love at all. So what is this freedom that she's talking about? What is this true love? She talks about it being synonymous to freedom. Being yourself. When you find someone that you can be yourself with, and know that you're not being judged, but that they love every part of you, they love you on the inside, you will know. You will know what it feels like. And I love that she explained it as a freedom because it is, you don't have to prove anything. You don't have to win their love. It's not always perfect, and it's not always that limitless sky that you're falling clouds of freedom into because In my opinion, love is an action verb that that does take some effort, but the essence and the trueness when you get to the heart of it, you love that person for who they are and they love you for who you are. You can tell because it allows you to be your true self, not having to hide anything, not having to cover, not having to prove, but being authentically you. Doesn't this take some pressure off, right? If you truly want this type of love and not the other disguised forms of it, then stop trying so dang hard and just be yourself, right? Guess what? So I'm lucky enough to have someone who loves me like this and I love them. And at first, I hate to admit this, but I will. When he started loving me, (laughs) I wasn't used to it. I was used to more of the, I don't know, the desire or maybe the possession even. I wanted them to want me. I was always working for their love, so to speak. So when I didn't have to work extra hard to obtain his love or attention or whatever the heck I was trying to do. It was a new feeling for me. I wasn't used to it. 
I didn't know how to react to it. And it took me a little bit of time. I will say that. So be patient with yourself and realize that true love is not having to work for all those things that someone is not giving you. That it will just be given to you. And that might taste a little new (laughs) at first. So I just say be patient. But yay, guess what? Just be yourself. Pressure's off, folks. Let's calm down a little bit if this is what you truly want in your life. So that's all I wanted to share. So those are the red flags there with seeing them in yourself, which I think mostly what that's what we need to watch out for, but also noticing that in others. All right, folks, hang in there. Do more than hang in there. When I say hang in there, I don't like that phrase. Why did I say it? It's like you're just sitting there at the mercy of this hanger, you know? No, don't just hang in there. Love life, live it to the fullness, and make it everything you want. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe, and as always, make it a great day.